Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Check this out. Yes, J-Doc, CJ, and V, the gorilla. They call us alternative. Yeah, because we ain't vanilla. We got the hard-hitting facts coming out that vanilla. Fold the truth in the media is afraid of the realists. Check the statement of the deep state. Yeah, they faked it. Mainstream news pulled the cover up the sacred. Everybody hates it, but who's the one to face it? It's rogue news to expose truth to the nation. Yo, who are the ones that are not afraid to speak the truth? Educate the youth, exposing lies and who they listen to. Hey, they want to call collusion. You ain't got the proof. Who? A lot of people lying now, but what they got to lose? Yeah, but we're not like that. Only interested in facts. Making sure we get it right on the trust of the mass. Population's only strong and liberty's intact. And it's a wise man said if it's not, it'll last. That was George Washington, by the way. Good morning, everyone. It is I, the notorious, glorious V, the girl that comes coming to you live with my main man, CJ, a.k.a. the master of the flux capacitor himself. And we're bringing you the news, the views, and all the information important to you. Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, and then Real Rogue News on uh, everything, uh, podcasting apps and Steam It and all the other stuff. We still might be Rogue Money. I don't know, but you'll find us. Just type in Rogue, either Rogue Money or Rogue News. We are everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips, so check it out. Um, with that being said, check out our sponsors, MyCBDEdibles.com. MyCBDEdibles.com. CJ, I'm low on CBD coffee. You're supposed to ship some for me. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Today. Yes. <laughs> I need some CBD coffee in my life, CJ. I'm running low. I'm running low. Like low energy V today. I'm like low energy Jeb, low energy Jeb Bush, folks. Yes, and also check out uh, their chocolate, uh, their white chocolate pecan truffles, which is so sinful, so sinful, so decadently delicious. My God, it's incredible. So check it out. And also, folks, uh, check out our other sponsors: RemainCom.net, RemainCom.net. Don't forget RemainCom. Whether you got debtors, I mean, close, excuse me, collectors after you. Or you don't got no collections issues. You just want to get some money because you want a business startup. You want to make America great again. Well, get your Make America Great Again unsecured loans for your business or personal. You can get up to $800,000 on personal and damn it, like anywhere between five to 20 million for your business based upon, again, documentation and credit score. Again, the beautiful thing is it is unsecured. And also new programs will be, uh, will be coming out with our partners over there. Uh, I, was, uh, I think they're, they're doing a business credit file and all these other stuff, which is all amazing stuff. So check it out, RemainCom.net, RemainCom.net. 
Uh, also, the CryptoSchool.io. The CryptoSchool.io, Z and Cowboy have been killing it in the room, making all sorts of gains, all sorts of profits. Uh, it's all documented, folks. It's not hearsay. It's not rumors. It's legit. And the people who spend the time to actually learn this stuff are doing very, very well for themselves. We've had people quit their day jobs, and all they're doing is trading cryptos on the daily. And they're liquidating through liquidbase.io. Liquidbase.io, it's the place to be if you want to liquidate and avoid the authorities. I don't mean by avoid the authorities. I mean, you know, Liquidbase doesn't do any reporting. You are required, based upon your tax, your jurisdictional taxing authority, to report what you need to report. So, in other words, uh, Liquidbase is not selling out your data. It's all up to you. And with that being said, Siege, what's crack a bro? Hey, good morning, V. Doing, doing great. Just kicking back, relaxing, sipping on my dark roast. It's a beautiful morning outside. Yeah, rub it yes. in. Rub it in the sipping on the dark roast part. Rub it in. Rub uh-huh. it in. Well, I tell you what, no, no aches and pains, you know, with the with my uh, CBD coffee. So, but definitely, I will get some out in the mail TV. I I commit to today uh, to get Thank it on the mail and also join that one platform that you're on now. What's that one platform that you left? I don't know, CJ. You tell me. Gosh darn it! Uh, dreams, teams, huh? <laughs> minds, minds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> join me on minds. I love it. I love it. I have like you know, I don't even know. After the after the Twitter Twitter purge. I've been reduced to, uh, I think, about 7,000 or so. I don't know. Close to 7,000 followers on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, they took you down like 4,000 Yeah, followers. it was ridiculous, yeah. dude. It was like almost half. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. You know? Uh, now, I am, we are right now 6,000, about 60, almost 6,500 followers on Twitter. Let me see what I got on Minds. Let me see what I got on Minds. This is my point here. So I click it here. I got 70 people following me on mine. See, see what I'm saying, dog? <laughs> yeah, I'll, Wait, I'll get over there. Once All right, I'm going to go to mine. 70 people follow. <laughs> I'm like tweeting every day. I'm on mine, my friend. Well, here's the thing. When you tweet it out, B, you have to put the link to, to mines. And I think when you've been putting I'm at mines at this, it, it, it clicks because it How looks like a Twitter. That? Just... Uh, just email me your your minds thing, and I'll take care of it. You're the man, bro. Yeah, just email it to me, and I'll take care of it. We'll, you we'll are the man. There. We'll blast it out. We're gonna blast it. We're gonna blast things out soon, CJ, because our platform will be up and running soon enough, and uh, you guys will get to see me. It'll be full video, and I'll be on the video screen. Know what I mean? Uh, full full video in a uh, in a multi channel network. Be yeah, it's gonna be pretty awesome. We're gonna have some. Uh, Wait till you see who's going to be joining us. You guys will literally just crap your poop your pants. It's going to be awesome. Poop your pants in a good way. You know, it's a good way of pooping your pants. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no depends required. No depends required unless you're Hillary Clinton. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know where to take this, man. The world's gone crazy. You know, I was going to talk about, you know, Trump talking about the immediate release of unredacted text messages during the, uh, Russia investigation, I was going to comment of, hey, look, finally we're going to get some results here. Hopefully something will happen because of it. And then lo and behold, lo and behold, lo and behold, lo and behold, what happens? What happens to a Russian plane siege? Mm. Mm, I don't know. You, you're, you're, I, I know you got a lot to say. So why don't why don't you share your thoughts, your perspectives on the Russian plane being, being shut down, B? You know, um, this is hot off the press. So when I sent CJ all the stuff last night for today's show, you know, I, I this was like 
you know, right off hot the hot off the press. Okay. I'm gonna go off of what the this says. Uh, I mean, there's multiple articles on RT, uh, Sputnik, Russian Insider. Russia tells Israel it holds it responsible for the deaths of 15 servicemen and reserves right to respond. <sighs> okay, if this plane was identified and shot down, look on radar. You can see. So you can see. This is a a turboprop driven aircraft. So you know its speed is going to be slow. It's not going to be a fast moving jet. You know on the type of plane that it is that it is actually a larger aircraft. It's a maritime aircraft. It's low and slow. It's flying around. It's loitering. What it's doing is doing electronic surveillance. That's all it's doing. Don't have miss it doesn't have any missiles, doesn't have any bombs, doesn't have anything. Why was this plane shot down? Well, the article states Russia has told Israel it, it holds it responsible for the downing of the IL-20 maritime patrol aircraft by a, Syrian, by a Syrian missile. Russia told Israel that the latter knowingly used the larger Russian plane for cover and set it up to be shot down. The Russians say Israel warned the attack was coming just one minute before it actually started. This let I'm going to read that again. Israel warned the attack was coming just one minute before it actually started. This left the Russian plane with no time to get out of the danger zone. The Russian side says it reserves the right to respond. The blame for the downing of the Russian plane and the deaths of its crew members lies squarely on the Israeli side, said Minister Shoigu, Sergei Shoigu. The actions of the Israeli military were not in keeping with the spirit of the Russian-Israeli partnership, so we reserve the right to respond. A statement from the Ministry of Defense reiterated the same point. We consider these provocative actions by Israel as hostile. Fifteen Russian military service members have died because of his irresponsible actions of the Israeli military. This is absolutely contrary to the spirit of the Russian-Israeli partnership, and we reserve the right for an adequate response. According to Russia, the four attacking Israeli F-16s fired off their cruise missiles approaching from the same area as the IL-20 was, but from an attitude just above the sea. So the Syrian radar as a Russian plane would be the only one visible in the area where the missiles were coming from. Okay, so what does that mean for, for the layman? The Israeli fighter jets were basically skimming the surface of the ocean. They were literally just a, maybe 50 feet, 25 feet off the surface of the, of the ocean. They were coming in low and fast. Right before they launched their cruise missiles, they would pop up real quick, launch their cruise missiles, and pop down. Okay? So they were low and slow. And depending on what kind of missile system they're using, they, they might not even need to pop up that high at all. They're still below radar. They're under 500 feet. Radar is going to be a problem trying to pick it up. And they attacked not from where 
you know, and, and, and you know where it should be. This is like a sneaky, dirty play here. This is the equivalent of like, let's just say, like I'm standing next to CJ, and there was somebody else standing next to CJ, and then I like slapped that other person's head, back of their head, and that person turns around, thinks it's CJ, and then hits CJ, clocks, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So what happens is the F-16s are coming from the same angle. And this isn't a flying low. They're evading radar. They're not being seen by anybody. And this is a maritime airplane. This plane is monitoring shipping as well as air traffic. It probably would did not even pick up the F-16s that were coming in from the Israeli side. So the F-16s are coming in fast. They're coming in screaming. And they position themselves directly behind on purpose, on purpose, where the Russian IL-20 is. Then they deliver their, then they say, hey, guess what, there's an attack coming. And the IL-20 doesn't have the time to get the hell out of the way. And they have, this is all time stamped, this is all recorded, they know exactly at, within one minute was given to get the heck out of the, that is not enough time for a large airplane that's slow, like the IL-20, to get the heck out of the way. The IL-20 is the Russian version of the of, of like a P-3 Orion, okay, the naval P-3 Orion, okay? So the IL-20 doesn't have enough time to get out of the way. The missiles go, and the Syrian defense systems, what they do is they, it actually looks like, so the Syrian radar sees that the Russian plane would be the only one visible in the area where the missiles were coming from. And so what happens? The defense, the Syrian missiles come out. They start shooting. The missiles hit the IL-20. Dirty, dirty play. Now, to flesh it out a little bit more. Uh, go to... Go over to Sputnik. Let's see what... Sputnik says. This is a live update. All right. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, anyway, what they're stating here. The IL-20 aircraft was heading to the Ahaini, uh, Hemia, I can't even pronounce this. Hemimim, Air Base went off radar late on September 17th during an attack by four Israeli F-16s on the Syrian targets in the province of Latakia. Dirty, dirty, dirty play. Russia responds to the Israeli actions that caused the downing of the IL-20. And Shoigu went on to say, today we notified our Israeli colleagues in particular, and I notified the Israeli defense minister that we will not leave such actions, such steps unanswered. Russian defense minister Sergei Shoigu said in a meeting with senior military commanders in Moscow. And Putin went on to say, that the IL-20 tragedy can't be compared to the Russian plane downed by the Turkish military. Vladimir Putin has addressed 
The downing of the IL-20 by the Syrian surface-to-air missiles on Monday evening. Earlier, Moscow blamed Israeli jets for having provoked the tragic accident. Now, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu expects to speak with Vladimir Putin shortly. Says a diplomatic sources, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu plans to hold a telephone conversation in the next few hours with Russian President Vladimir Putin following the destruction of a Russian reconnaissance aircraft near the Syria, a diplomatic source stated. In the near future, there will be a conversation between the two. Israel recognizes its aircraft bombed the Syrian military installation at night. Israeli Deputy Administrator... Excuse me, what, 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 what in God's green hell? Like, what in God's name is Israel hitting Syria for? Like, for what? Oh... Is it because the 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 rebels, the last holdout of the rebels in Idlib, that Israel all, all already wants to play air force to Al Qaeda, like the Marines are playing uh, ground support for Al Qaeda on this supposed war of terror? Why is it there again? They're hit. Are they hitting military targets? Are they really doing that? Yeah, they might hit a missile installation here and there, then that might very well much indeed happen. But at the end of the day, who are they hitting? They're hitting civilian targets. They're hitting power plants. They're hitting water treatment plants. They're making it miserable. They're hitting power stations. They're making it miserable for the people that are living there. Why? Like, what sense does it serve except, oh, we got to get rid of Assad? No, dude, the only reason you want to get rid of Assad is you want to get involved in the pipeline deal because you have off the coast between Lebanon and Israel, off the coast of Tel Aviv, you have the Leviathan platform. That Leviathan platform is also sitting on a great deal of LNG. The entire Middle East operation is a war, not for oil, but for liquid natural gas. Do you get it? Is it clear to you? If Bashir al-Assad's number one export was kumquats and Brussels sprouts, you and I, folks, would not be having this discussion. I would not be on the radio ranting and raving like a lunatic about Syria. I would not be on the radio screaming at the top of my lungs, stating that, hey, we have no business being there. But alas, that is exactly what is happening. I mean, aren't you frustrated, folks? Aren't you frustrated? Now, the Russians said they're going to respond. Now, CJ, I don't know exactly what respond means in Russian. I do know, and I've heard from sources back in 2013, when this whole entire thing that we call the Syrian civil war, it's not a civil war, it's a Syrian overthrow, it's a coup that's not working out well for the globalists. When this whole Syria debacle started, there were rumors that the Russians have indeed sunk an Israeli sub or damaged an Israeli sub. I don't know and I can't verify that, but that was what was going on with some rumors. Okay? What is this Russian response going to do? And what does Vladimir Putin mean by, hey, you know what, this is different from the, the, the shootdown that the Turks did on the, on the Su-24? Well, the Su-24 shootdown was kind of different. It was in the thick of the battle. Uh, it wasn't enough of a case or a cause. I mean, this is just at the, at, the, at the start of the Syrian conflict. There was no rules of engagement in place. 
The Turks are trigger happy. They, you know, the the plane skirted the Turkish territory for a millisecond, and that was enough to scramble them and shoot down the aircraft. Stupid, bad move. Shouldn't have never done it. Absolutely right. But it doesn't warrant a response. It didn't warrant a response. Russia needs to need to clean up the act. Now, why is this different? I'm going to explain to you why it's different. It's different because now there are established rules of engagement. It is different because there are, for the sake of escalating and and, and conflagrating to a greater conflict, there are measures in place like a communications line that is to be used when an attack is going through so that the right forces can get out of the way. And that attack line is, just, hey, you know what? Uh, we're you're ten, 15, you're ten minutes out. We're gonna be in, there's gonna be an attack in ten minutes. We're gonna be attacking five minutes. That's enough time to get an air asset in five ten minutes out of the area. I mean, the top speed of the IL twenty, it's right around three hundred and eighty miles per hour, six hundred twelve kilometers around there, right? About three hundred eighty miles, four hundred miles top. You know, it's enough time for the IL twenty get the heck out of the, get the heck out of Dodge. Maybe you could dive low to have the Syrian missile range because when the Syrian uh, missile defenses start up, the missiles can lock on to whatever the hell target it's coming from. So in order to prevent that, you got to give the, the guys enough time to get the, heck out of, get the heck out of Dodge. But rather than getting out of Dodge, you purposely pick the trajectory where you knew that the IL-20 was there. You cannot tell me that you did not know. Just can't. Can't do it. Why? Because the IL-20 lights up like a Christmas tree on the radar screen on purpose, number one. Number two, the IL-20 is an electronic surveillance plane, meaning its electronic surveillance systems are on and sucking up all sorts of digital and radar information from all over the, the area, just soaking it up like a sponge, monitoring everything. So in, in, in and of itself, it's also emitting radio frequencies. Hence, like I said, it's lit up on the screen like a Christmas tree. <clears throat> so you knew this airplane was there. You knew that it was, you know, flying in a holding pattern. It was just flying, doing its course. Rather than choosing a different angle of attack, rather than choosing a different approach angle, you choose to line up your attack formation directly in the same line and trajectory as the plane. So when you pop up and fire out your cruise missiles, it looks like the Russians did it. It is a common old school trick that's been done many times in multiple battles throughout history, air warfare battles throughout history. It's a dirty, dirty play. Like I said, it's the equivalent of if you, if me and CJ and some other person were standing on the line, and I go ahead and I whack that other person from behind. They don't even see who, who it is, and they just slap them in the back, in the back of the head. They think it's CJ, and they turn around and clock CJ for some reason. It's the same thing. And this is why it's different. See, Russia's saying, okay, the whole thing with Turks, we get it. It was the start of the battle. There was no rules of engagement. There were no de-escalation zone. There were no communication lines. Uh, it, it, it was crazy. We get it. Fine. Let it go. 
But we're going to respond to this. Why? Because there is de-escalation zones. Because there is lines of communication. Because there is rules of engagement. And like any other civilized, developed country, you're expected, like any other modern military, to follow these said rules of engagement to mitigate friendly fire, to mitigate loss of life, to mitigate accidents. But you use these rules of engagement. This was heinous about the Israelis. They used these rules of engagement to set up and get right behind where the Russian airplane is. To purposely trick the air defenses so that they would fire on the IL-20 and that the IL-20 will be the perfect decoy for their getaway for their jets. Dirty, dirty, dirty. If I was Netanyahu, what I would do is I would find out who ordered the attack, who told them to pull the trajectory, and I will court-martial them and fire them. Probably even throw them in prison. Probably even throw them in prison. Stripping them of all, of all command and all benefits. That would be the decent thing to do, and then apologize profusely and promise, you know what, I'm, we're not going to get involved in Syria ever again, and stop all the Syrian operations. See, but they don't, that's not going to happen. You see, they don't, they're not going to learn until they get the crap kicked out of them. That's why they said, Sergei Shoigu said, and Vladimir Putin says, this time it's different. You knew the rules of engagement. You knew a Russian airplane was there. You knew there was 15 guys on board. You killed 15 Russian soldiers for doing nothing. You're dirty. You're playing dirty. It's going to be different. Maybe it's going to be an S-400 or 500 that's going to take down an, an Israeli F-16 or 15. Maybe it's a Su-35 super flanker that's going to come out of the sun and, and roast these guys. Something is going to learn. Let me tell you. The Russian response may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, it may not even be next week or next month, but it's coming. They will wait. Now the time is on their side. They will wait for the perfect opportunity to strike. This is the shenanigans, and this BS needs to stop. It needs to stop. We have an article here, CJ, from the Rand Paul Institute that ties into this insanity. We have our priorities all screwed up in the Middle East. We really freaking do. After cutting the UNWRA, the UNWRA, humanitarian aid, U.S. awards Israel with $3.3 billion a year in military aid. You might say to yourself, what is the UNWRA humanitarian aid? That's basically aid to Palestinian refugees. You know, we talk about Rwanda, right? We talk about the genocide there, and we went crazy after the fact, and Don Shield had to come out and make a movie, and and you called Hotel Rwanda, and all the other th things that happened there, and and we're like, no more genocide. 
No more genocide. The Holocaust was enough. Rwanda's enough. No more genocide. Then we cried for decades about what was happening in South Africa with apartheid and, and how horrible it was and got rid of apartheid. Now it's a whole different story over there, but anyway, you know, not, not trying to digress here, but we got rid of, of, of apartheid. What do you do when similar practices are being done in one country? What do you do when the look the blame of the Middle East? The blame of the Middle East lies squarely. You can take the entire problem of the Middle East, the hundreds of thousands of millions of lives that were decimated, all the bloodshed, all the bloodshed, and you can lay it at the feet of Western powers. You can lay it at the feet of the damn British Empire. You can lay it at the feet of the of, of right now the American Empire, which is uh, continuing the British model. It's a model of failure. Now we have a situation in Israel where the Palestinian people, who when you talk to certain Americans, will look you dead in the face and say, there's no thing of Palestinians. Really? So, so. Newt Gingrich, Newt Gingrich, and a bunch of other neocons told me there's no such thing as Palestinians, so there's no Palestinians. What? Well, you know, the Palestinians don't have their own language. They don't have their own culture. What? Of course they do. Of course they have their own culture. Of course they have certain things that are particular to them. What the hell are you talking about? That's like saying, you know, you know, Americans don't have their own culture because, you know, there's no difference between us Americans and the British. We both speak English and, uh, you know, we, 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 we both believe in founding documents and we have uh, similar forms of government and this, that, and the other. And the only difference is uh, they're a mon- they have still have a monarchy in place. We don't. They have a parliamentary form of government. We have a a Republican representative form of government, and that's the only difference. But other than that, there's there's no difference. There's a very, very huge difference. Very huge difference. Before 1948, and I got pictures of, of Tel Aviv and Haifa and, and Jerusalem going back to 1918, 1923, 1933, 1942, 1945, 1946, and then boom, 48 rolls around. Fine. You have people of Eastern European descent that have no blood lineage to the to the land, no no historical nothing to the land. This is proven by their own doctors, their own geneticists prove this. Their own scientists have written books about this. Fine. Okay, fine. You're in the land. Okay. You're in the land. There's there's conflict. But now it's to the point when you look at it that you have an, an entire population of people that are being disappeared, dying out. And granted, the bloody politi- the Pal- Palestinians ain't innocent either. See, the Palestinians got the pa- if the Palest- see the Palestinians were stupid in the sense they were radicalized by idiotic morons like the PLA, like Hamas, and they believed in that Islamic jihad BS. The greatest threat would be an actual peace movement in Palestine where people would actually do what Martin Luther King did and what Gandhi did. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? 
the IDF firing rubber bullets and gas canisters on a crowd of Palestinians in the hundreds of thousands, and they're all sitting down on the ground, arms interlocking, peacefully protesting in silence while being while being barraged by rubber bullets and gas canisters. The world would be on their side. It would be a different world. But now, because of decades of violence amongst both sides, one side hates the other more, and one side has a lot more power. And you're seeing the decimation of entire people. So on top of everything that's happening, we cut whatever humanitarian aid bill is going to these places where there's really in bad shape. Really in bad shape. And then we we cut that, but then we we give a massive spending bill of $3.3 billion to military aid to Israel over the next year. Passed the House on Wednesday under the cover of a media blackout. The U.S. Senate has passed a, a different version of the same bill in early August, if that also went largely unreported. Of course, to block a bill like that and to stop a bill like that, or even to question a bill, why the hell are we giving like damn near $4 billion away to, to the Israeli military? Why, why are we doing that? Well, you're anti-Semitic, you're racist. What? Everybody's afraid of the uh, of the uh, of the anti-Semitic word. They're, they're afraid of being called that an anti-Semite. To a vast majority of people who are not Semitic. Now, after the House has passed a slightly altered version of the Senate spending bill, officially titled the Ilyana Ross Litchin United States Israel Security Assistance Authorization Act of 2018, say that really fast. All that remains is for the two chambers of Congress to reconcile their versions before the product is sent to the President Trump's desk to be signed into law. According to Scopus Labs, the bill is now 90% chance of being enacted. If enacted, the bill will be the largest aid package in American history. You want to know how we F up the Middle East? Here's how it begins. As Mint Press previously reported, $3.3 billion was supposed to be the annual limit for the U.S. military aid to Israel. However, the figure is actually set to be higher this year as a result of Congress's, quote, recent passage of a massive $716 billion defense bill that provides an additional $550 million in U.S. aid for Israeli missile defense systems. That defense bill also authorizes an additional $1 billion from U.S. weapons stockpiles in Israel. Furthermore, the $3.3 billion in annual aid is set to continue for the next decade, Based on the current text of the bill and the 2016 Memorandum of Understanding between Israel and the Obama administration, totaling over $38 billion over the next decade when accounting for annual military aid and annual aid given specifically to fund the Israeli missile defense. That startling figure roughly equates to $23,000 of your tax money given to every Jewish family living in Israel. That's again, you don't get a tax break. You don't get... Do you see how the wealth... You want to talk about real welfare? You see, folks, the real problem with welfare is not going into the, the inner cities and, and seeing Shaniqua with her food stamps and her five kids from ten different baby daddies. That ain't welfare. You might get upset at it. You might say it's wrong. You might get your panties in a bunch about it. But that ain't welfare. Here's welfare. $38 billion 
$23,000 to every Israeli family, every Jewish family living in Israel. That's the equivalent of it. That's the equivalent of it. Here's the welfare. $716 billion for a military which which 80% of the weapon systems are useless and, and or obsolete. Maybe even 90% useless and or obsolete. Here's your welfare. Giving subsidies to Tesla, Google, Apple, Amazon. There's your welfare. Subsidies to Boeing. Subsidies to Lockheed Martin for a failed product to be delivered not on time, but delayed on purpose. But they want you to focus on Shaniqua and her five kids from 10 different baby daddies. And they want to tell you, <laughs> see, so you can feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the typical American middle class and, uh, you know, I make $70,000 a year and, uh, my God, all my money's going to uh, help Shaniqua down the road with her five kids with her 10 different baby daddies who's living in the ghetto. Wrong, moron. Wrong. Your money, the vast, first of all, the, the, you want to talk about welfare, folks? The vast majority of your money, American middle class Dumbo, is going to pay back the interest on the debt that this country owes to the bankers, to the Federal Reserve. Welfare number one. Welfare number two goes to the corporations. Very little of it goes to people. That's why I had Jack Ma. During the Davos summit a couple of months back, basically pulled America's pants down and exposed Uncle Sam to the rest of the world. And I'm paraphrasing it, but in essence, what Jack Ma says, yo, you've spent $27 trillion on wasted war, and you want to bitch and moan about it? See, you all don't know, you all don't follow the numbers. You all think this is Democrat and Republicrat. You all think this is red state and blue state, north and south, east and west, black and white. Liberal and conservative. What you fail to realize is you are you are getting effed. You're getting so screwed, and it don't matter what your political viewpoints are because there's only one, like what George Carlin said, it's a club, folks, and you ain't in it. In addition to the massive sum, the legislation also give the Israeli military, the, the bill will also mandate that NASA closely cooperates with the Israeli Space Agency. Despite the Israeli Space Agency's history of spying on NASA and selling our secrets to the Chinese. How is this making us great again? The massive amount of aid the U.S. government is set to give to Israel comes amid Israel's unprecedented crackdown 
of unarmed protesters in Gaza Strip. And a looming Israeli military operation aimed at, quote, conquering the Palestinian enclave. The aid package's eminent pa- package is also set to coincide with efforts to annex the vast majority of the Palestinians' West Bank, which has been military-occupied by Israel since 1967. As Mid-Press noted in the previous reports, such as grave violations of human rights would normally prevent the U.S. government from providing aid to Israel. Uh, Saddam Hussein gassed his own people. We can't give him any money. We got to overthrow him. He gassed his own people, even though we gave him the gas. Here we have a bunch of, it's like shooting fish in the barrel in terms of the West Bank and Gaza Strip. It's like literally, you pack enough people, it's like shooting them in a barrel. People are given 10 minutes to clear out their house before the bombs are dropped on them. And the IDF says, oh, we've given them pamphlets to evacuate that house. And they don't leave, oh well. You drop white phosphorus on them. So literally burn in the middle of the night, you're dropping white phosphorus on top of, uh, of the houses saying you're hunting down terrorists. Mother effer, these are people throwing rocks at your tank. Because your tank's that weak that a little rock is going to disable it. Oh, there's Katushka rocket attacks. Really? So one, maybe two people die of a rocket attack, you're going to go ahead and slaughter 10,000. It's okay, right? After all, they're just animals, and what's the final solution, right? You see what happens when the dehumanization process happens? So the same thing the Nazis have done in dehumanizing the Jews. It's the, the, the Israeli neocons. And this is not all Israelis. I want to make a very clear distinction. It is not all Israelis. It's not a Jewish thing. It, it is a death cult, folks. And this death cult will use Jews, Christians, Muslims, atheists, Satanists, whatever it can for its own will and purposes. doesn't matter. Communists, capitalists, don't matter. This is, what, this is the danger of dehumanization. That's why you need to resist oh, this whole transgender bullshit. It's dehumanization. Massive amount of gate given to Israel comes amid Israel's unprecedented crackdown, right? The mid-press noted in the previous report, grave violations of human rights. Again, like I said, Dropping white phosphorus, using depleted uranium. You're literally wiping out a people. These are things that are banned by the Geneva Convention to be used against civilian population centers. Can't use it. Don't matter. Here's some money. You want to bitch about Shaniqua with her five kids from 10 different baby daddies because she's on food stamps and lives in a Section 8 housing project? You want to bitch about, you want to cry about that. Can we have an adult conversation? I live here in the United States. I care what happens here. I thought this was America first. So we, 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 we give aid to Israel when they're using white phosphorus and depleting urine. That's a God-given fact. But we're going we're gonna to take out Saddam Hussein. I guess what's good for the goose ain't good for the gander. The 3.3 million billion, excuse me, military aid was the only one of the bills passed by the House that is set to benefit Israel. Another bill, which also being largely overlooked by the media, conveniently so, I wonder why, would seek to create a special government envoy tax with monitoring. <sighs> Folks, do you remember 
CJ, what was that hurricane we had over at uh, in Houston? What was the name of that hurricane? Harvey. That sounds right, Hurricane Harvey. Yes. Yeah. So when that Hurricane Harvey came, and uh, we've had all that flooding in Houston, there were some aid packages being given. But in order to get the aid package, you were given a slip stating that you support Israel, that you don't say anything negative about Israel. You have to sign off on it. What the f? Dude, I'm gonna. Do you remember that, CJ? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up right now. Is it support Israel pamphlets given for hurricane aid? <clears throat> Where is it? Yeah, Texas City refuses. To give people hurricane aid. Unless they pledge not to boycott Israel. What the fuck? Does this mentally disturb you at your core as an American? And I'm sorry to use... Excuse my French. But what the fuck? Texas City, devastated by the flooding after Hurricane Harvey, is forcing recipients of financial aid to sign a pledge not to boycott Israel? The American Civil Liberties Union shed the clause on Dixon City Council's application form for relief funding violated free speech rights and was reminiscent of McCarthy-area loyalty oaths. Requiring Americans to disavow communism. The city 30 miles from Houston was one of the areas hardest hit by Harvey. Dickinson authorities began accepting applications from individuals and businesses for grants for money donated for hurricane aid. The form included a cause headline verification not to boycott Israel. It says, by executing this agreement below, the applicant verifies that the applicant, one, does not boycott Israel, and two, will not boycott Israel during the term of this agreement. What Am I in the twilight zone, CJ? I, 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 am I, I mean, think of it. You are in Texas. You just lost your friggin' house. You lost everything that your family possessed. You're driving out to an aid shelter to get aid and help and food for your wife and your children who are wet and hungry and stressed. And you got to check off a box of social support for Israel. That you want. What the f- What the hell's going on here? This is what I'm talking about. This crap needs to stop. Listen to this. Another bill has also been largely overlooked by the media. Would seek to create a special government envoy taxed with, quote, monitoring anti-Semitism and criticism of Israel worldwide. Oh, well, we're on that list now, Siege. According to the text of the bill officially titled the Special Envoy to Monitor and Combat Anti-Semitism, people who are Slavic and Turkic, In genetic origin, 
who are, don't have a drop of Semitic blood in them, creating a combat anti-Semitism act of 2017. Meanwhile, the Semites are being wiped out. Palestinians are Semites. Sorry. The envoy would serve as the primary advisor to and to coordinate efforts across the United States government relating to the monitoring and combating of anti-Semitism and anti-Semitic incitement that occur in foreign countries. What the frick does this have to do with us? Why is my taxpayer money going to this? And you you crying? You you crying? You 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 bitching about Shaniqua and her five kids from ten different baby daddies on food stamps? You're bitching about that. But here's your money. Here's your real brunt of your money going here. Only two members of the House voted against the bill. While an effort to combat, quote, anti-Semitism. Ooh, it's there somewhere, lurking in the shadows. Is a noble cause. The recent endorsement of a controversial definition of the terms by Congress, which defines certain criticisms of the state of Israel as anti-Semitic, makes it likely that any envoy appointed to this position would be focused on clamping down on domestic and international criticism of Israeli government. Given the potential dangers such as position could pose to a free speech, not just in the U.S., but abroad. Who cares about free speech? Who cares? Do you understand stuff like this the rest of the world takes notice. Stuff like this is the reason why the Middle East is a crap hole. It needs to stop. Now to add, and I'm going to close out with this, to add more insult to injury. Yesterday I was talking about ranting and raving about, oh, about the the narco traffickers, not you know talking about you know Kabul and cocaine import agency and this that, and the other. Today's news. Today's news, folks. NATO to build massive com- command and control center. Where are they building this, CJ? Where are they building this? Pray tell. Afghanistan, maybe. Yep. 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 17 years after the U.S.-led invasion of Afghanistan, 17, damn near 20 years ago almost, right? NATO is now bidding a contract to build a large concrete command and control center in Kabul, Kabuli, Kabula, or Kabul, the country's capital and largest city. According to a NATO procurement document, the complex it is expected to consist of more than 800 workspaces, Stars and Stripes reported on Monday. The structure is planned to be a three-story, 120,000-square-foot concrete building. However, according to officials, additional details cannot be released according to the bidding and design phase of the project. Yeah. Command and control. Massive. Three-story. How many stories? Again? Yeah, three-story, 800 workspaces. Huge-ass building in Kabul. Why? What we're doing in Afghanistan is no different than what we're doing in Africa. What we're doing in Afghanistan is no different than what we're doing in Africa, and you want to complain about your taxes. 
This is what I said. We have a schizophrenic foreign policy. We have a bipolar polar foreign policy. We have a foreign policy that is completely out of control. We have military spending that is completely out of control. We have corruption from the foundation to the topmost stone. And you want to talk to me about QAnon? You're freaking kidding me. The last line before the breakout of civil war in this country, and I'm going to tell you now, and I'm going to be very damn serious when I say this. The last line, the last event that everybody will remember before the civil war starts in this country will be the 2018 midterm elections. Whatever is the result of that, if we vote all these swamp creatures out we stand a chance of restoring this republic if we don't then all i have to say to you my friend is lock and load that's all i got siege where else that be i mean it's crazy bro it's crazy i i have i can't uh I can't. Uh, I can't even. You know, I can't even comment on it, bro. It's, it, 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 it's the level of and everybody's sitting on their hands, waiting for some mass arrest event to happen. It ain't gonna happen. If whatever event, well, I'm telling you right now, if you're sitting around waiting, or I'll rephrase this. If the mass arrest that many people are waiting for does not happen before the midterm elections, you are going to take a massive crap in your pants. Because rather than spending the time developing cash flow, developing income, understanding that the time that you have is short, maybe you have another two or maybe three or another four years, you know, uh, Rather than taking some time to really get your situation in order, you're just sitting around waiting. And I'm telling you, this is my last warning to all of y'all. I'm going to keep saying until, hell, it's not my last warning. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it until, until the midterm elections. Midterm elections, we have a chance of turning this all back. If nothing happens and the Democrats freaking take this, the, 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 the Senate, which I think they will, all the indications that the Democrats will take the Senate, and uh, the, the Republicans will cede the Senate to the Democrats. And the Republicans will, will hold a very, very, very paper-thin margin in the House. I'm telling you right now, everything that President Donald Trump wants to do is going to screw it up. And I'm telling you right now, Donald Trump is being manipulated. There's no doubt about it. He's being fed false info. I mean, when you got, a, you got Jared Kushner, one of the most corrupt sons of bitches out there, who should be in jail, who's like best buddies with B.B. Netanyahu, whose family in Netanyahu, right? How do you think this Israeli deal is getting done? Folks, there's a lot of things that are not right. Nothing's perfect. But I'm telling you right now, if things don't correct itself, come the midterm 2018 election, man, I can't, I, I, I don't know, Siege. What do you, what are your, what's your take, man? What's your opinion? Go ahead. I think that at this point, V, all of us have to ask some very fundamental questions. 
And while the the left are waiting for Trump to be impeached, we have the right, you know, waiting for arrest. And I'm waking up every day asking myself, who in the heck is in charge of this chaos, this mess? And that fundamental question be follows back to where is the administration condemning the Israeli strikes on a sovereign country? Where is where is Trump's speech this morning condemning the downing of this Russian plane? Why did Mike Pompeo greenlight the Saudis genocide, the mass murder that's occurring in Yemen? The same thing that happened with Israeli. I'll be honest with you, and it doesn't take an expert to assess this, but you know, yesterday's Trump's announcement that he's going to release all these text messages and everything, that was dangling the carrot, folks. That was dangling the carrot to say, hey, look here, because I'm going to give you something, and then boom, and then the Israeli strikes at night. It's dangling the carrot. And by controlling the chaos and the madness, it leaves us all questioning, you know, what is happening, who's in charge and I completely agree. If if things don't transpire in the midterms and this economy takes a downward turn, which it's already doing, the dollar is being rejected on mass level, you're, you're going to see a major shift. You're going to see a major shift occur in, in this country. And don't think that for one moment that it's not going to happen. You know, let's face some facts here. Trump is disliked, is hated just as much by his own party as he is the Democrat. So even if even if they do control the House, they control the Senate, think of some of these folks who are coming in to the Senate who would vote to impeach Donald Trump. Do you, you think Mitt Romney would not hesitate to seek revenge? You know, you everyone remembers Mitt Romney's speech prior to the to the election. So those are the reality. That's the thing that we're facing. So I think in closing, V, I think it's all of us have to really just ask some fundamental questions. You know, I, I definitely think in terms of the, the libertarian spirit, the non-aggression principle, I think the administration is going to lose a lot of that that mid-level, not the neocons, the neoconservatives who will continue to blindly follow this administration. But the people who advocate for peace, you know, for prosperity are going to have a lot of difficulty past 2018 if, you know, two to three months past the midterms things don't change and it's more of the same, it's going to be real challenge. And we may be looking at, at a, a one-term president if he makes it that far. That's all I got to say. Yep. You know, see, you know, I, I said this a long time ago. Heck, we both talked about it. We've had shows about it, about, you know, especially when fucking Bolton came in. The What do you think I keep calling him? The maniacal mustache. I mean, this guy's something. He's mentally deranged. He's mentally deranged. Something's wrong with the guy. He's off. I'm telling you, a guy like Bolton is somebody you you put away in a mental sound. He is somebody that you don't want, and you don't. He should be a garbage man. He should be a groundskeeper at a at a golf course. That should be Bolton's only responsibility. But somehow, he snaked his way into the White House. I wonder who put him there. Somehow, 
Nikki Haley, the Waffle House waitress, who has no zero qualifications, who was a graduate of the of the Lindsay Tickle My Butt Graham School of International Politics, is still sitting at the UN. Oh, McCain is dead. Yeah, he died of freaking brain cancer. No V. Q said that he was suicided on purpose. The good guys took him out. Yeah. Okay, sure. You want to believe that fantasy? You want, look, man, my mentor told me this a long time ago when I was cutting my teeth in the cobalt and the strategic metals business. He said, you can shit in one hand and hope in the other and see which piles up faster. Don't make your decisions on hope. Make it on certainty. Hope is not a strategy. Do you understand? Hope is not a strategy. And vast swaths of of mentally hyper-suggestible people are sitting around waiting for the good guys to come in and, and, and to save them, waiting for QAnon and uh, the, the millions of arrests. This and that. If it happens, it happens. Great. I'll, I'll celebrate with you. I'll say, hey, man, <laughs> see, we were wrong, dude. We were, we're a bunch of idiots, bro. We have egg on our face. I'll be glad to eat humble pie. You don't get it. You see, people think I'm some sort of mega maniac. I'm not a mega maniac, dude. I, I really don't care. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I just want all of y'all to keep doing what you're doing. I want all of y'all to keep making money and making businesses and, and doing creative things and having fun. That's what I want all of us to be doing. I can care less if I'm right or wrong about a certain political thing. I can give a rat's rear end. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If the mass arrest happened, great. I'm happy. I get to have my country back. But when the evidence, the real evidence is proving otherwise, and it's evidence that's real, it's tangible, it's not something you go look for on a, on, on a chat room on the internet, on a message board on the internet, no. It's real, it's evident. You need to be very smart about your preparations. We have a lot of problems, folks. A lot of indicators are not looking good right now in the markets. We have a lot of shaky indicators in the housing market and the bond market and stocks. Oh, I can go on and on and waste another three hours talking about it. But I'm not going to. And I'll leave it at that. With that being said, Siege, folks, again, subscribe, like, share, comment. Spread the love. Tell your friends. Roguenews.com. Check it out. Take it away.